Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daps podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Daps. <laughs> you guys could have rolled with this. Stacy and Molly here. That's right. <laughs> we are here unscripted and raw. And as always, if you hear that music, you know it is time for the Worst Bosses episode. We are here in the playoffs in the Land of Tyrants. Rick, who do we have? We have Voldemort versus Qui-Gon Jinn. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And then Nero versus Kirk. Yeah, which is going to have exactly as many orgies as you would expect. Mm, and, but, and maybe a little bit of extra murders on the Enterprise. Probably a whole lot more murders <laughs> on the Enterprise. Because don't forget, our dear listeners, uh, that when we are doing in this section of the championships, you are switching the professions. What's happening to Nero is he's essentially going on a space odyssey 2001. Yeah. <laughs> and he has no idea. As, as far as he understands, the Earth still revolves around the sun. Or no, the opposite. And uh, he's like, space travel? What's space? And they're like, also, you're in charge. He's well, yeah, I, I assumed that. <laughs> <laughs> that much I, I knew. <laughs> okay, um, so would you like to walk us through the foamed scale, the patented foamed patented scale? Patented foam scale. Last time we had the mist scale. This time it is the foamed scale. And that's going mm-hmm. to be failure of the Enterprise. I get to use that pun twice for Captain Kirk. Um, so basically, if you had that position, would you fail? Likely. The next one, O, is for overthrow. How likely are you to be overthrown, and would you survive the overthrow? After that, we have misery, always a classic. E stands for enrichment. Would you have a book deal afterward? Would you be able to make your life better? So this one is a little bit different because it's on a scale of zero to negative five. Exactly. Although I might break the rules again and just give positive five like the last last time. Yeah. Rick's the wild card. (laughs) Um, and then D is for danger. And danger or death is not uh, not related to the situation, but it's more related to the negligence or incompetence of human mm-hmm. life. For your boss. And for remember, boss. we are the employee in this situation. Absolutely. So that's how we're judging things. Also, um, remember that the previous scores mm-hmm. carry over. So they, they do. It's an aggregate system for this round. But then next round, whoa, ditching it. Ditching it. Whoa. And we've got a whole plan. No. Um and I can't wait to reveal that. So, um, shall we just dive right in? I think so. Uh, who do we have first? Let's do uh, let's do Nero and Kirk. Nero and Kirk. Mm-hmm. You want to go the undercard first? Yeah, save the main event for. Whoa! Two. Usually we've been doing it back the other way, but okay. I right. I think I think it's good to mix it up. All right. Um, it is switcheroo. It is switcheroo, Molly. You are absolutely right. Uh, Stacy, do you want to tell us who Captain Kirk is for a brief, brief recount? You mean from the audience perspective or the female perspective? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I, never cons- I don't ever consider the female perspective. So that, I'm, that's I'm, not a Venn diagram for our podcast. We don't have any women who listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> then I shall enlighten you, uh, Kirk, the sexy, the. Uh, Regal man. <laughs> 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 
I was like, this is going really well. So Captain Kirk is the captain of the Enterprise of yes. the original Star Trek he series. Um, he is widely known as the boss who makes terrible decisions just in general, but also is incredibly lucky. Yep. I think we can say that. Bit um, of a womanizer? Yes. Well, a um, lot of a womanizer. <laughs> and he also is famous for his spinning kicks, which somehow seem to land, and I still haven't quite figured out the, also the astrophysics behind inventor that. of the kiss and dismiss, where yeah. you kiss a woman very passionately and then you punch her in the face and knock her out immediately after and let's not forget the double-handed punch he'll oh, grab yeah. them together and then yeah. swing them like a club yeah that's true also like puts himself in grievous harm yeah. like harm's way a lot yeah. and never tells anyone his plan no yeah. so in this situation uh, he's going up against nero nero and nero was an emperor um of rome um, I think for about 10 years. Is it really that little? 13 years, actually. Uh, 54 AD to 68 AD. Famous for trying to murder his mother. Uh, no, he did murder his mother. Oh, well. And probably his uncle. Mm-hmm. He tried to murder his mother for a long time. Promoted a horse to a senatorship. Yeah, would uh, like make people come to watch him read poetry, which was very... Um, what was it? What's the right word? It was frowned upon for uh, for rich people in that time to like be artists. Yeah. And he would make the senators come. And his poetry was apparently so bad that many would feign death to avoid it. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Didn't he murder a whole bunch of people, though? Or am I confusing him Oh, yes, him he with... did. Pretty okay. much everyone. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure he liked having human tiki torches for his uh, banquets. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. And he also, uh, like, blamed the Great Fire on the Christians so that he could build his massive palace. <laughs> but my favorite fact about him is that the Col- Colosseum is named after the Colossus, which is a giant statue he had built of himself. <laughs> it was probably torn down. Didn't he play a fiddle while Rome burned? Is that a thing? Uh, supposedly just... played the lyre while Rome burned, but it's unclear whether that's true. But he didn't he say, oh, what an artist dies in me when they came for him? Basically, just some sort of crazed psychopath who got to be in charge. He was also the youngest emperor ever at that point. Now, how did he die? I'm assuming he got murdered. Uh, executed. Yeah. By the senators? I can't remember. I don't know. It's inconsequential. But so in this situation, I think we should start with Nero on the Enterprise. So, okay. So, yes. So each person, now they've switched jobs. So Kirk is now Emperor of Rome. (laughs) And Nero is now in command of the Enterprise. So I'm trying to conv- I'm trying to think about what that would look like if Nero was in charge of the. If Enterprise. I'm the employee in this situation, I would say, "Here, go into this room, and then I would just lock him in the holodeck forever." And then I would I program mean, that the would one a- where it's like those senators in Rome, and just like have him recite bad poetry to the. Well, simulations but, all day long. But we're just talking about what it would be like. This That would be a good way to overthrow him. Mm-hmm. But what would happen if he was actually in charge of the Enterprise? They're like, he shows up, they're like, okay, Captain, here we go. Well, first off, I think he would demand a title change. Yeah, Captain's not high enough. Yeah, he needs to be called Emperor. Yeah. I think that would kind of be a red flag for people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, so. 
Prime Directive is just out the window. I don't yeah. think he'd want to explore. I think he would want to dominate. So he's like, where's the closest planet that I can conquer? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how different that would be than Kirk because like, he does basically show up to planets and then says a lot of stuff that sounds good and then promptly blows up whatever is in his path. Pretty much. Um, let's see. So, failure of the Enterprise. What do we think? How, how poorly would this go on a one to five scale? Um, five being the most poorly. Yes. Yes. I well, think it would be a five. Well, here's five. the... <laughs> well, hold on. It's going to be a fast episode. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really... Usually we show our work, but apparently yeah, not. Yeah, you guys are just... Yeah. Okay, so here's what I think. I think he shows up. I agree with Molly. He just immediately starts trying to conquer stuff. The whole chain of command is structured in such a way where probably the ca- uh, bones, the, the the doctor is like, this is madness, Spock, it's madness. <laughs> and then Spock is like, yes, the captain does seem quite bloodthirsty. <laughs> and then, mm, but I think they have to follow his orders for a while. Um, and then either he's overthrown or... He somehow ejects the rest of the crew and then takes the Enterprise on a suicide mission and they're hunted down across the galaxy. Yeah, if, if I know anything about Nero, it's going to be that he'll instantly want to secure his power. So mm-hmm. he's going to want to be surrounded by guards and security. That's true. He's, he probably would immediately have security be around him at all times. And he would have them be super loyal because mm-hmm. you know that Bones and Spock would try to, you know, there's there's a million different protocols for taking the captain when they're mm-hmm. crazy out yeah. of power. Yeah, the and doctor he, can do that. Yep, and say he he's would, insane. He would literally just ask security, what do I need to look out for for these things? And he would have all the people who could do Ooh. it arrested. That's true. He probably, and that would just be a reflex. He would just have guards around him all the time. Yep. He might really thrive in that environment. Like, I'm thinking about him encountering Klingons, which are very, like, you know, survival of the strongest and, like, dominating, blah, blah, blah. I think he would probably um, do really well in that environment. He doesn't have any guile. It's just overt, like... He would do well in a Klingon warbird. Well, but except for he himself isn't that, like, strong or fast or he a warrior. He's just literally has a... Some sort of he mental encourages disorder. like bloodthirsty violence, but I don't know if he's actually able to carry it out himself. So maybe yeah. the Romulans. I don't know if he's smart enough for that. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I de- I think you're right though. He's constantly surrounded by security, yeah. and then he probably goes and finds the weakest, most beach-like planet he can find, and then conquers it, mm-hmm. um, violating the prime directive, and then tries to just try and set up a power base there. Here's what I imagine. I imagine they just beam everyone up but him. And then they blow up the ship. No, they, no. they, they, they have him go down to the planet. Congratulations, <laughs> you conquered it. Beam everyone up but him. There you go. That's your planet now. Okay, here's the question that I think we're that really... That sounds like a five-level failure. We're dancing around, though, is like, what is the... Uh, what is the Starfleet dedication to the chain of command? Because basically what we're saying is, are they are they going to follow his orders blindly because he's the captain, or will they rebel against him? I think they would rebel. They'll for sure rebel, especially if they're Kirk's team still. He's, he's led by example so long about saying, screw the rules... That even yeah, even but Spock wouldn't Nero in some way like represent the, like just an accentuated like an exaggerated version of that? No. What do you mean? Why not? 
He's too ridiculous in his bloodthirstiness. That's such so different than what Kirk's aim is. He's just like he's just like there's some robot sweeping up. He's like, I like the cut of your jib. You're well, first mate. Like, he would just emote Spock. Where immediately. are the Christians I can blame and kill as examples? <laughs> oh, there aren't Christians in this universe. Okay, well then who's like a Christian group I, that I can blame? He must be somewhat crafty though, because I feel like you're right though, Defs. He would immediately get the security to be his like bodyguard all the time and then he would say oh spock you're a challenge to my authority you're demoted and uh maybe they he'd try to execute him and then he would go too far well that's the thing i think that because he has different morals than they have he would instantly be like where are the slaves and they'd be like oh that's a bad sign <laughs> spock just reaches over let me give you a little little pat on the back that's yeah. the pr- i think the problem that we're having with him is that he's going from the far distant past like the almost near ancient past mm-hmm. to the far future <laughs> you wouldn't even know what a robot is no much that's less true. be able to recognize one that's true he would probably just have a mental breakdown immediately as soon as he got there i'm thinking no matter how you slice it it's a five for Absolute failure, yeah. failure do you think there's any situation in which he orders the ship to like drive into a planet <laughs> Probably. probably there's probably protocols i don't <laughs> think he would mean to do that on purpose so i think he would accidentally drive the ship into a planet <laughs> i i do think that spock or somebody would intervene and just do like the stop him the neck what is it called the it's neck a thing? vulcan neck nerve pinch. pinch nerve pinch that's what i was trying to remember before i think it wouldn't even get to that point i think they'd just take him out mm. <laughs> Stacy is saluting a picture of Spock that's behind her, which is in this room. Picture of Spock, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so five for me. So five for you. Stacy, what are you giving? I'm going to give it a five as well. So how does he fail then? I mean, not not to say I don't agree, but like, what's the, what Over- happens? Overthrow. He just is yeah, overthrown, he just overthrown immediately? Overthrown. Yeah. yeah. He's too extreme. Yeah, he probably shows up and they're just like, whoa, this guy's freaking nuts. Yeah. So he fails immediately, but uh, hold on. Since because he's failing so quickly, does that count as failure? Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) This guy shows up. He's a terrible boss. We all see it immediately. Maybe he causes a little trouble, but then like we shut him down and we throw him in the brig and then we start flying back that to Starfleet headquarters. Straight and pure failure. There's <laughs> yeah, but no it's not way. but it's not as bad as it could be where everybody starts following his lead. He starts a civil war, he blows up like three ships, starts I, an international I feel issue, like, like that. interplanetary I feel like you're borrowing points from misery. No, I'm no I'm not. I'm just saying the scenario in which we're laying out like I mean, I for sure 100% agree that we fail, mm-hmm. but I think that you're, what you're laying out is that he gets overthrown so fast it's more like a blip on the radar. Like the psychopath showed up, we locked him in the brig, and now we're back to like normal life. But I do think that I think that's true. I think Nero is a one episode bad guy. <laughs> he's not a two parter. He's yeah. not. He's not somebody who. He's not smart enough, wily enough to. Not even a season maker. No, just he a, needs more charisma. He's a filler. Oh, yeah. so what do we call him? But that's my question. Like. I feel like that's that a low score for me. Pure still. failure. Still, still a five for me. You're giving a five. Yeah. yeah five. You guys are all giving fives. I'm giving a three. All right. Wow. Three. Yeah. So uh, that's 18. 18 points. And the reason why, and some of you at home are like, wait, what? 
It's supposed to be out of ten. Well, there are four of us, and we're just doubling it. What yeah. does it matter? We're going to have it. Don't just worry. relax. It's all good. Because me trying to give out of a 2.5, I can't even fathom that number. No. But I can fathom out of one in five. Yeah. Uh, overthrown. Now, chances of him being overthrown, I would say, are great. Yes. Yes. Um, do you think he's able to instill loyalty of anybody? Maybe a select few. I'm thinking a low-level security agent yeah. who wants to move up. And are these people like starting a bloody massacre on the ship? Yeah. No. Are they? Yeah, so let's say so. this though. Let's say that he's not as dumb as we're making him to be, and he actually kind of takes his job on a little bit slowly. Where, like Daffs, his natural instinct is to make sure he gets all of his guards and security gets kind of like a yeah. feel for the job. Those guards, he's going to definitely choose the ones who are the most loyal, and he's going to reward the people who show the most loyalty to him. I'm, so he is going to start to build this base. I, if I, he's slower to his bloodthirstiness, he can maybe it's almost like you know, like boiling a pot of water with a frog in it, kind of like you know. Have you heard of that saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the other thing, though. I think here's I'm thinking of him as a slightly dumber Cersei, like a dumber Cersei Lannister. You know, mm-hmm. like he knows how to play politics. But he's not quite as sly, you know, because he's used to, because he is just, like, in power already. He's, like, and the power of the emperor is, you know, Now, how old was he when he became emperor? He was older-ish. He was in his teens or early 20s. Because you said he was the youngest emperor. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I don't think he was, like, like... See, to me, I hear that and I think angry teenager i don't think political mastermind i don't think political mastermind either but to have been emperor for at least 13 years you must like and be that crazy like you can't be emperor and be so insane that people don't over it takes 13 years for you to be overthrown and not have some political acumen that's all i'm saying i think he could i don't think he'd be as good as cersei but i think he could poison the mind of some of the staff yeah, I don't think it's a, a full-on, bloody, ruthless uh, overthrow. I don't think he's going to get a five out of it. I, I definitely think that he's doing a lot of poetry stuff, and I think we're all thrown off. Like, if I'm an employee, I'm like, hmm, like, this guy seems nuts, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he's dangerous, and then all of a sudden he executes somebody, and I'm like, oh, crap, we got to take this guy out. Mm, I'm going to give him a five. I, I five? Think, I think I would do a three. If I gave him a five on failure, then, and really we're talking, he'd fail because he'd be overthrown so quickly. Well, but you can't count these scores together. They don't get, they're not, it's not a linear scoring system. Yeah. So keep that in mind because Daphs and I got tripped up on that the first time. I'm going to give him a three because I do think there would be some low level corruption and bribery going on, but I do think that the overthrowing would happen fairly quickly. Hmm. Yeah. I think that you laid out a good strategy too, where you just put him in a holodeck, and then he doesn't realize what a holodeck is. Stacy mm-hmm. left, coughing wildly. <laughs> but um, I think you're right. I think that it's a bloodless coup, personally. Yeah, I think, I think he's easily overthrown, and I think it's not even very like. You're giving a three. I'm giving a two because I think that eventually what happens is he ends up in the holodeck, and he's just like happy. Well, and then brought into the brig. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that there's some, like, there's definitely some court-martialing that's going on after the fact because he's corrupted some people. 
Um, so I'm going to give a two. You're going to give a three, Daps. Three for Stacy. Five. Five for Molly. Why are you giving a five? Because a five would be he overthrow. It was like he. He's going to be very easily overthrown. Well, but you get less points for being overthrown. Do you want to explain this, Daps? So, the, yeah, the, we had a hard time figuring this one out because it's, it's weird. Um, if you're not overthrown, then it's a, what, a one? Well, no, if you're over, if you repress the overthrow attempt with like bloody, like Mm -hmm. revenge, like Vader would just put down any coup and you would kill everyone. And that would be a five. Yeah, that'd be a five. If you survive the coup with guile or whatever, you can get a four or a five. But if you like, if you get easily overthrown, then you can't get, it's not. Then one. One for you. So we've got one, a three, a three and two. So that's seven, nine. 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 That's a pretty bad score. Yeah. <laughs> Considering it was out of 20. <laughs> um, enrichment. Oh, sorry. Misery. I went out of, I went out of scale. Uh, ooh, okay. If I'm an employee of this guy who's a psychopath, he might have somebody executed on the ship. He might just kill somebody. He might just pull out a phaser and just shoot Spock in the face. I think the misery would be pretty high. I think I having agree. to listen to a spoiled person's poetry... <laughs> To the point where full-grown men fake heart attacks <laughs> to get out of it. It must be really bad poetry. Exactly. That sounds pretty It's like Hitchhiker's to Guide to the Galaxy level bad. <laughs> I liked that book. I did too. I'm... But I'm talking about the poetry on it from the Vulgons. Oh, I don't remember that part. You said you read the book. It was like 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here. Okay, let's see. And I'm going to say that the misery is actually not that high. Okay. And the reason why Explain. is because bad poetry, they're already accustomed to. Data does poetry readings. Uh, this is not the, this is the Enterprise okay, A. Okay, same, same universe. No, it's not. That's, uh, you're, okay. And that's in the future. Okay, yeah, fine. Even, even in the original <laughs> Enterprise, they had constant uh, concerts. Like, they were always, like, playing instruments and doing weird things. And it was always, like, a chamber choir. It was just weird and bizarre. (laughs) It was like, oh, we're going to play this super, super ancient thing, which is, like, just only, like, 30 years old for us. Um, This ancient classical guitar. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Where did you find it? (laughs) As far as performance and things like that, it seems like they're really, really into that. And they're way too polite. Yes, they're super polite. So I don't think the misery... So you're saying this wouldn't be out of the norm for me as a person to go watch terrible stuff. For a lot of things, yeah, no. But I, I think feel it's like only... there's a difference in yeah. your happiness scale when you know that if you really, really hate it, there's the door you can just leave. Yeah, if versus you, if, if you, you try and leave, you will die. Or he'll have his... like. Well, that's the thing is, I think that I think the thing that we're struggling with is that I don't think that... I don't know how much they would follow the chain of command in that event, where if they tried to leave, they would be seized by the security. Maybe if he was able to, like, kind of, like, weasel his way into, like, with bribery and gifts and such. I I think if he played his cards right, it could be kind of like a military dictatorship on the ship. (laughs) For an episode. You're right. For an episode. Maybe an episode that covers, like, a week or two, and then he's brutally like suppressed yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> murdered the yeah yeah <laughs> on the holodeck um so i'm gonna say i think you're right i can't give a super high misery score which is kind of disappointing for nero yeah 
I think that he would be. I'm gonna. I think a three. Like I would be miserable, but I don't think it would last very long because I don't feel like my crewmates would turn on me because I don't think he's that big of a master manipulator. I think he was able to weasel in in a society that was built on like a certain amount of distrust and like ladder climbing. Whereas I don't think that exists as much in the Star Trek universe. Because they're all just working for free anyways. I was going to say, there's no such thing as a ladder. Their motivation, which has always been confusing to me. Like, we all just, we all just, well, okay, what if I just want to sleep all day? And, like, just, I like, just don't hang think, out in the holodeck. Why do I have to work? I just don't think it would be even in the top five most miserable episodes of that season. Yeah, I can see that. I, I will give the I misery would, scale a 2. I would give a 2.5. Okay, let me lay out a scenario for you, just for hypothetical, mm-hmm. to play devil's advocate. He becomes captain. Immediately they travel back in time for some reason, and Spock and some of the senior crew are killed, leaving him on a dystopian planet in charge of the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. In that case, massive misery. Absolutely. So removed from the system, he is miserable. He is. So I can only, but but I don't know what would happen. So I, you're right. I can only give a three because I think that's a nice middle of the road score. So a three, a two point five, two, two, Molly, mm. three, three from Molly. So we, right. I need help. I can't do. So four that's going to be eight point five, ten point five, ten point five. Again, he's doing very badly. I'm kind of nervous about him. I'm thinking that Kirk's going to do worse. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right. This could. This is a bad matchup, just it is. in general, for it both is. of them. Sometimes they you need get a raw deal. Like him running a paper factory would have been much more interesting. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, but somebody has to win. Okay, enrichment. Ah. Uh... Money's just a construct. Yeah. Them. There's no money. Yeah, there's nothing in it. Dang it. Yeah. So speech. that's a zero. Yeah. Zero for me. Yeah, I mean, which is good because yeah, the, it's negatives. The, the, it's negatives. So I'm I'm gonna say zero. I'm gonna say that no one really gets rich off of this. Yeah, it doesn't really. Become... I'm gonna go negative one actually because I think there are a couple people who, while they don't get rich, they get temporary power mm. with him in charge. Yeah, and power in is the a form Enterprise of currency. Universe prestige and power take the place of money. That's what makes people come to work. You've convinced me. I changed to a negative one. Molly? Zero. Zero. <laughs> so negative two total. That's just actually pretty good considering it could have been negative 20. That's true. I think Kirk is going to be a negative 20. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk's going to be giving away land. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone. Uh, danger. Sky high. Due to his negligence or incompetence, I mean, there's yeah. an away mission. He doesn't care if I get killed. There, like, There's an alien attack. Like, let's say he becomes captain and all of a sudden the Klingons appear. We're so, definitely firing every torpedo we have and perhaps dying in the process. He also does not value any life except his own. Yep. So here's a question I have, and this is something that we've kind of talked about before on the podcast, where how important is the person at the top, really? At what point does the bureaucracy just sort of take over and continue to work, even if Kirk is just doing whatever replaced by Nero yeah like like really I mean the idea of Kirk going on away missions in the first place is kind of ridiculous but you only do that if 
him dying on a strange planet really isn't all that impactful. Yeah, but they make it sound like he wasn't supposed to do that. He just does it anyways. Well, I'm sure that he's probably not supposed to, but <laughs> the fact that it keeps happening kind of makes it that, seem but, like... <laughs> but, yeah, that's true, but the other thing is, like, he legitimately just doesn't care. Like, if you get killed, like, at least Kirk would, like, he'd still put you in grief as harm, but he wouldn't... He would be sad I w- for an, half an episode. I will say this, though. <laughs> before he met a foxy lady. <laughs> tons... Take his sadness away. Tons of red shirts die. On the Enterprise. So I'm seeing the whole ship might get blown up. Yeah. With him so, in command. So, so what I'm saying is, is that it's already a relatively dangerous situation. Um, I think it depends. I think there's a certain amount of bureaucracy that prevents him from doing super lasting damage, except for if they encounter like Klingons or Romulans. Because in that moment, if he says, fire torpedoes, murder them. They're not going to have like, well, protocol says they're going to listen to the captain and then they're going to die in a battle. But if it's a standard episode where it's just like him walking around, I think he's overthrown fast enough that no one really dies. So I'm kind of splitting the middle and I'm only going to give him a 2.5. I'm going full five. I think it could be a five and it could be a zero. I, I think that he's, I think that the Star Trek universe is dangerous enough to where, like, every episode, they're always encountering something. I get that it's TV, but still, they're always encountering something dangerous. Yeah, I feel like you run into a situation with some sort of gelatinous cube in the universe. <laughs> and an, no matter an autonomous what Nero gelatinous is, cube. <laughs> you know, no matter what Nero is saying, you get to the point where they're like, well, the Prime Directive says this, and the protocol for dealing with unknown species is this, and it doesn't matter what the captain says nah, in this case. see, you're thinking too independently. And, and well, Stacy, be a sheep. We discussed this. No, because and you're in an emergency Kirk, situation. He would just say it loud enough. Trust me, I've been in enough emergency situations where some person just starts saying something and people just start doing it. And then later you're like, wait a minute. Why did we do that? That and, was stupid. Yeah, and that. Kirk orders people to break the crime directive all the time. Yeah. And people just listen in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You've convinced me. 3.5. I'm going 5 still. I'm going to go 3. Three. Middle of the road. 3.5. So eight, 11. 11.5. And Molly? Four. Four. Did I convince you, Molly? 15.5. A little. (laughs) That's why I only put four. (laughs) Okay. So let's see what we have here. Let's go on to Kirk. So Kirk is now Emperor of Rome in the the 50s AD. I don't see how this is much different than his other life. No. no. I don't think, like, I mean, I still think he's doing just crazy stuff, but he's insanely lucky. <laughs> he probably gets into a fight with some people at some point in time. Definitely punches a senator. He <laughs> definitely punches a senator. Um, definitely is having <laughs> numerous affairs with senators' wives. Oh, yeah. That's just a given. Yep. He's just sleeping with everyone and everything mm-hmm. that's available. Um, do you think he's going out of conquering? I don't no. think he'd go out of conquering and because of the prime directive. I think he'd still try to follow that. But he would, he would try to make peace with literally everyone. Is he holding a rock going, Captain's Lock, <laughs> Stardate, this 54 AD. <laughs> I've been stranded on this strange planet. <laughs> I imagine that he would, he would literally be like, are we at war? They'd be like, yeah, of course. And he'd be like, well, let's be at peace. And they're like, 
Then they'd kill him. All right, that's a bold move. Let's see how that pulls off. There, when, okay, when we were in Rome, there's only one arch to peace. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it was after a 250-year war. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Kirk... Stacy is dying. <laughs> Three nurses in the other room, not checking on her. Yeah, she'll be fine. She's still breathing. I can hear her cough. Um, okay, so, so Kirk is now Emperor of Rome. I don't see. I think he'd be totally cool with fighting a wars. I think he'd actually do pretty well. Do you think he would invent some sort of rudimentary lathe? Uh, he would. He would one hundred percent use technology he shouldn't be giving them. Right. Once he realized it's permanent, he'd be like, "The only option is to move forward uh-huh. and lift this civilization up." So, are you telling me that Rome conquers all the whole world? It honestly could. Yeah. He might see that as the fastest way to peace. Peace. He just Genghis Khan's it. Ooh, Genghis Khan's. He's. I don't think he'd be as Genghis Khan-y as Genghis Khan. No, but I think he would do the same. But he might have the same amount of people related to him. No no joke. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. So so I'm gonna go ahead and say failure. Um, What one? Do you think they try and overthrow him (laughs) slash kill him? I feel like they still would because it's Rome, but. I think he he's not used to up. the ladder climbing ambition of people, so he wouldn't have the wherewithal to like be suspicious of poisoning his uh, drink and stuff not like that. Poisoning, but he's suspicious of everyone. I mean, he he did invent the kiss of dismiss, where he very seductively seduces a woman and then punches her in the face. I <laughs> that's mean, that's a little too. That's not subtle, though. Uh, guess it is. You think, oh, this lovely man is kissing me on my mouth. <laughs> This is wondrous. And then, bam! Socked. Socked in the face. I don't remember whether or not the Roman men kissed each other historically. I'm not sure how well that (laughs) would work. (laughs) So wait. (laughs) So you're, in this scenario, you're saying he kisses another, he kisses one of the Roman men and then punches him in the face. Well, did the women at that time have any power? Well, very little. Very little. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go on a limb and say that in most Greek and Roman culture, <laughs> men kissing is not the strangest thing that happened there. That that's that's a relatively normal. I would say thing. It, it. Well, at least somewhat not. I don't think it would be the same no. as it was 50 years ago for no. here no. for us. Um. Mm. <laughs> I, honestly, for failure, I'm, I'm I'm thinking only a one because I think he's going to do. I think there's a possibility. I think that could, he blows it. <laughs> But I think there's a better possibility that he's like one of the best emperors they've had. Which is really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be better than Nero. Well, yeah. I, for sure. Do you think more peaceful, do you, more balanced? Do you think he would build the Colossus no. to himself? I think I think he would be like, This is this is great. We got some problems. Also, none of you are washing your hands. That's super important. <laughs> be like, like, you got a whole plague thing going on. He, we can fix that. He would start so slow and like just improve the lives of everyone. That's true because he could be a dictator. He could. His his knowledge of the future would be very helpful. Um, let's see. Failure. I'm with you. I can't give a high score. I can only give a one. So you give a one. I give a one. 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 I'd give him a two. What? Why a two? Just because he's not familiar with that world where people were like that backstabbing and bloodthirsty. Are you saying he could also deeply offend people with some of his un like uh, cultural unawareness? I think possibly that, but I think also he'd just be naive. 
I think there'd be some things that he would just not be aware of or yeah. worried about that could really bring him to failure, doom, and gloom. Actually, I changed my score to two. Molly, you've convinced me. I'm going to change my score to a two as well. And I think I think it's because he's yes. he's a relatively easy mark. I think he's suspicious yeah. of everybody. I think even on the Enterprise, he's suspicious of everybody. But there's is he tons suspicious of, of poison? There's tons of episodes where like his own crew turns evil for some reason, and he has to beat them up. I don't, I'm not even thinking like a physical altercation. I'm thinking more like he doesn't know the politics as well, and he would just be out-jostled or out-maneuvered. Uh, he was the youngest captain in the Starfleet history. That's I'm pretty true. sure he is... Like ad- very adaptable, mm-hmm. and also he's the one who said like the test is unfair. The best way to beat this test, the Kobayashi Maru, the captain's test, is to cheat. So I disagree. I think that he, I think he smells it all out, or at least a good the the amount that you would expect a normal emperor to smell it out. All right, I'm going one point five then. Okay, so Ooh, two, I somewhat two, convinced you one, back. 1.5, so that's 6.5. Still a bad score, which is sad for me because I really like Kirk, and I'm sad that I'm advocating him a Wait, lower score. Yeah, because they did two. Yeah, yeah, here are two twos, yeah. I couldn't math for a minute. I was like, I but there's only four for, of us. That's what I do for a living. I'm having so. a hard time <laughs> mathing this whole episode. It turns out just two additions is the most I can do. Right. <laughs> okay, overthrow. So we're, if we're, I don't know if I want to overthrow him. Not if this peace-loving guy who tells me to wash my hands. (laughs) If I do try and overthrow him, I still, like I said, I still imagine that he, like, kills kills people with a vengeance. The one thing, though, am I a Roman citizen or am I a Christian citizen or? Well, but no, because that doesn't matter because Nero's not there. He's not burning down your town. You're you're, you're, you're essentially like a direct report. Yeah. A direct employee. You're like a a senator or a general. I don't think I want to overthrow him. And I think that if I do try and overthrow him, I feel like he puts it down. I don't think he's. I feel like he'd have to be crafty. He's pretty crafty to deal with the Senate and all of their wiliness. I think he's crazy enough to pull it off. I think he is. He also has luck. Yeah, he's got insane amount. He does have luck. I think he'd come for him and he'd two hand punch you in the back. That is the best (laughs) superpower ever. Is luck. However, I like what's her name from uh, Deadpool? What was that? Domino. Domino. That was the best power. Yeah. Yeah. I do think though that there's going to be someone who wants to take him out like either he's gonna be too pierce peaceful and one of the generals is gonna be like he's gonna start cutting our budget we're not gonna have an army we're gonna put rome at risk we have to kill him or he'll be too good of rome exactly for the good of rome everyone has these ideas of good of rome i think that someone's just kind of like the john snow no matter what yeah yeah so i have a feeling that he's gonna be at least someone's gonna try to overthrow him so i'm i'm gonna say he might win, but I'm going to probably give like a two. Oh, but if you think he wins, then he's got to get at least a three. Is If he wins is the overthrow, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got to get at least a three. I say he's not afraid to bust some skulls. I don't think he puts it down as like ruthlessly as like a Vader, but I'm going to give him a three and a half because yeah. I think he puts it down and he's in there fighting and he's punching people and stabbing people. I, yeah, I do I imagine that. them being like, we have to fight. He goes, let's do it. And they're like, no, with words. And he was like, I've already two-hand punched three guys. <laughs> Come like, on. 
I've already knocked out two of the senator's teeth. You're I've already whack a mold like half of you. Yeah, he just goes into the Senate and he gives a speech and somebody stands up and he just two-hand punches him in the face. He is ready to punch at like a drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah. like he's just like, his, he's got his arms ablazing. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go three. <laughs> I'm going to go three and a half. I'll go three. Three. So 12.5. Uh, that's a little bit better. This is going to be a tight one, I feel like. Yeah. Misery. I don't think it would be that bad. Mm, I think at first, I, all of the weird practices, like washing your hands, <laughs> and, like, foreign and like washing your produce, and cleaning your water, and not drinking out of the same stream that you pee into, I think they would be kind or of cumbersome. at least downstream. <laughs> I think they'd be kind of cumbersome at first. I don't think people would like it. I definitely I think, think they try and overthrow them for that reason alone. If they can get past, <laughs> if they can get past that, you won't they'd let be me okay. pee in the river. We gotta take this guy down. But at least he's not doing awful poetry, murdering people to steal their lands, and yeah, then promoting they, senator horses. But here's horses. the thing: is culturally, I might be more used to that than I am to this other stuff. But. How? Washing hands is not that miserable. Yeah, how but, maybe, but, you know, but how do you know? Like, well, I mean, but there's a difference between don't pee in the being river. Threatened I mean, of dying what? versus like this is just an inconvenience. Well, you me. don't know that Kirk might adopt some killing. I don't think he's going to have human tiki torches for his uh, meals. Yeah, probably I think there's not. a certain amount of, of bloodthirstiness he doesn't have. That's probably true. I'm still getting. Ooh. I'm gonna give a two and a half because I think that I'm still like it's culturally so weird for me. It's like me moving to a different country. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, but you don't want to kill people because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, but I'm still slightly miserable for a while. Two point, I'm gonna go two and a half miserable. I'm gonna go point five. Point five. Whoa, Whoa. that is Whoa. a ridiculous score, Stacy. So you're saying that he? I'm like less miserable than working for Michael Scott. Yeah. What? Actually, I think that kind of checks out. Because think about it, your life would be longer because you're doing all these weird things. Yeah, but you don't know that. Yes, you will because you won't die at like like twenty five of jaundice. Yeah, but you won't know that. I'm just saying, like, it's like when missionaries go to like some place and they're like, Your way of living is all wrong, let me show you. And then they're like we're all surprised when the, when the missionaries get horribly murdered. <laughs> I'm going to give it a zero. Because to change their entire oh, culture. Molly I'm going even lower. What? Because here's the thing is, the fear of losing my life to some kind of crazy tyrant who has no problem watching humans burn. Yeah, but you don't know. It's just one for the okay. other. I'm not, my life is no longer at threat. I'm pretty happy. You if that means yeah. putting my hands yeah, in water st- and rubbing them together... It's a small price to pay. I, I do think with how awful they've had for not 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 just Nero but previous emperors, if suddenly this guy is just kind of a germaphobe but isn't murdering me, I don't care how culturally used to I am torture. Torture is still torture when it happens to me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it, the culture shock is you guys are not taking into account at all. I am. I'm no. gonna, I'm going to give a one. Well, these two over here. Oh, please. He's only half a point higher than me. Double I don't your score. think that makes <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, but when we're dealing in less than Double your one. score. When we're and dealing in decimals, it doesn't mean a whole lot. I'm, I'm going to stick with two and a half. So I'm a two and a half. You're a one. You, point five. Stacy is a pathetic point five. And Molly's a zero. That's four. Yep. You guys are just tanking this score. Four. <laughs> I strongly disagree with this. Do you protest? 
I protest highly. You know, if just I because was you Nero, I'd just kill you for I that. would like to lodge an official complaint. <laughs> uh, denied. <laughs> denied. I would like to lodge uh, Stacey, an unofficial complaint. Powers. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what's that from? The, the That's the office thing. It's yeah. like to lodge a complaint. I'm determining. Let's see. I have formed a committee. I determine this committee is valid. <laughs> I have determined that this party is valid. <laughs> to lodge a complaint. Official complaint denied. To lodge an unofficial complaint. Also. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to enrichment. Enrichment. Enrichment opportunities. If I am a uh, general. I think he'd dissolve the Senate. He has no concept of money. Yeah, and he has no concept of power in the way that the ancient I think Romans... he has tons of ideas of what power is. No, but I think that he would install a much more egalitarian setup. I think he With him just... as the ultimate dictator. Well, yeah, but he would I think he'd piss off a lot of people. But they wouldn't be miserable. They'd just be mad. So for the lower, like, lower level uh, people, yes, their life would be greatly enriched. For the people who were in the but upper no, this echelons. Is about, like, yeah. This is about graft. This is about, like, making money off of his stupidity. Yeah, it, it's it's how much you can enrich yourself if you're a direct employee. I don't I am think honestly anybody's thinking, getting rich in Kirk's empire. Well, so I think there's opportunities to get super rich. And also, you're going to lose a lot, too. Because he's going to be like, yeah, okay. I'm no longer trying to steal your lands. That's the other thing. No you guys didn't even take do... into account. I just am still prosecuting this misery <laughs> thing. He's going to be like, no corruption. You guys can't just like screw people out of land. You can't make all this insane money. No slavery. No slavery. That's going to be a they're massive, gonna definitely, massive thing. They're definitely going to revolt against that. They're yeah, going to be really a, upset. But if it's a numbers game, think about the people who are going to be the most miserable but, no, versus is, the people no, who are is, no longer going to be the most miserable. This isn't about the, those people. This is about you as like an upper class citizen. What if I'm a servant or a slave of You're him, though? Not though. That's not this who we're going. This from. isn't the game, guys. You got to play the game. <laughs> Daphs, what are you getting on about? You had a low score as well. I I, I did have a low, I have a low score. Um, no, but the the idea is that you're a direct report, and so yeah, I do think that they're not that miserable. I only gave a score of a one. They're not that miserable. However, I do think that there's going to be chances for enrichment if you can adopt the game he's playing. If you're stuck up on the old ways, then yeah, you're going to lose all your slaves, which is going to seriously piss you off. Um, and you're, you're not going to have a whole lot of money. But if you can play his game right, man, you can be one of the richest men. Which in... is what you've been doing with all the past ones anyways. Exactly. Yeah, so I think it's, it's survival to fit. It's like it always is. I've convinced myself to raise his score on misery 0.5 more. <laughs> Good job, Rick. Thank you. Okay. Uh, enrichment. I don't really... I, I think that I, I you'd disagree. be clamping down on the enrichment. I don't think that there'd be a lot of people making money. Yeah. Especially if you're used to being I think you'd be shutting that down. Top. I think you'd be the first one to feel the pinch. Yeah, that's what I think. I think if he tries to get rid of the concept of money or massive abilities to get money, that's going to greatly increase his chances of being overthrown. Yeah. But I'm going to give him a he's zero not gonna do I think that that's because exactly what he would do. He's not going to do that because everywhere else, he would have to conquer the whole world before he could do that. He would clamp down on corruption, though. Clamp down on corru- corruption? Sure. But and I, if I, I'm I a general, I'm making money off of my corruption, and I don't think that I can do that. So I'm giving a zero for me. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a two. One. So you, that's negatives. That's a negative mm-hmm. two. You're giving a negative two. Because, Why are you because if you two? play the game correctly, 
you can move up so much faster with Kirk at the helm than at Nero. Yeah, yeah but this is with you on that. Or we're not comparing or, or any yeah. other or any other previous one. Moving up is not like we're talking about making hard cash. It's it's enrichment. It's not enrichment. just cash. It's also positions. It's also power. Power is a form of currency. Yeah, if he takes away your currency, but you still are able to get a better house or a better position, what does it matter? Yeah, uh, I disagree. I'm still giving it a zero. All right, I'm gonna do negative one. Okay, I'll also do like a negative one. Negative four. Negative two for me. So it's negative four altogether. All right, danger. Mm, I still think it's pretty high. I definitely think that he would not tell me his plans because that's the hallmark Kirk move. Yes. Um. Lead me into a trap without telling me about it, but then somehow like have some like reserve troops. He'd be totally fine with us getting murdered mm-hmm. um, to serve the purpose of the Empire. Um, he would grieve for us for about five seconds, and then he would move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do think the general amount of people getting killed in Kirk's Empire is less. I'm, I'm actually curious about that. Because directly killed, yes. People directly kill, like, like chances of me losing my life, I think, might be higher, though. Because if he does, in fact, free all the slaves and try to get rid of, like, you know, the idea of, like, owning land or all these things. They'll come I'm after thinking you. there's going to be a massive revolt, <laughs> and we are on a short list of people that they want to murder. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you talk about the yeah. Haitian slave revolts. <laughs> Essentially, it's the guy at top saying, slavery is not a thing. Everyone is equal. Also, this guy still has a huge house, and you can't live in it. There's, like, there's like a hundred slaves for every master. And if suddenly, like, we're no longer doing capital punishment or whatever... I'm imagining there's going to be at least three or four of us that are going to get killed pretty quick before Kirk can batten down the hatches, if he even can. So for danger, I think that falls under negligence. Does that fall into failure, too? Do we need to revisit failure? If he frees all the slaves and the whole empire is like like just crumbled by that, I mean, even though that's... I mean, I, I can't believe I'm arguing against that, but say. like... But what I'm saying, though, is... The, the Seattleite whole, in me the, is cringing right but now. But the whole point is that you're supposed to keep the Empire going. Yeah. And if you like get like overthrown, then you've failed. Does Kirk try and change the cultures of the places that he sees and visits, though? He's not supposed to in the show, but he definitely does. Uh, yeah, all the time. All the time. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go ahead and put danger. I'm gonna put down a two for me because hmm. I don't think I don't think I'm in, in as quickly direct danger as another person who would kill me outright. But I definitely don't think it's zero because the lasting effects are definitely gonna put me on a chopping block. So I'm gonna do two. But because of that, I think I am gonna raise my failure quota by one point. Whoa. Because that, that I didn't I didn't even factor that in originally. Yeah. But if he t- if he does that, it's gonna ruin. I him. also am raising my failure by one point, because I feel like the possibility of a slave revolt and us all getting brutally is guaranteed. Murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give a three for danger because I still think that he is still doing that thing where he's not telling people what's going on. Perhaps he disappears for a while. Um. Maybe he travels back in time for some reason and then comes back. Um, so I'm going to give a three. You're giving a 2.5 or two? Um, I was giving a 2.5. 2.5. So 5.5 so far. Stacy. I'm going to give it a one. A one. Only yeah. one for danger for Stacy. Mm-hmm. 
Two. So three and eight point five. Ooh. I feel like this was a sad, sad defeat for him. He definitely lost. All right, you guys ramble on while I contabulate here. All right. Which is a word I've invented specifically for this show. It means to calculate and tabulate at once. Whoa. <laughs> um, let me think. So one question that I have had about Nero. Yes, please justify your terrible scores. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one question I have had about Nero is why did he want to kill his mother? Does anybody know? Um, I think she was like kind of trying to control him and also he was just legitimately insane. Was he though or was he just like uh, kind of a yeah, bad guy? Was... No, I think he had a psych issue. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him, but I always wondered that, you know, like we attribute insanity to a lot of people in history when it turns out that maybe they, they were, were just, just jerks. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's our way of being like, there's no possible way any person would do this if they were, <laughs> unless they were insane. It's just always <laughs> something I've wondered, but. Um, yes. Yeah, so Nero scores 51. Now granted, that is with four of us, but it doesn't really matter because it's all proportional. It's mm. like doubling a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he scores, and he scored 30 previously for a total score of 81. Um, meanwhile, Kirk did not fare so well. He scored, let me see here. Oh, just a sad, sad score. He was blown out, guys. He lost horribly. Um, he got a 57 <laughs> total. Wow. So he only scored six more points than Nero's score with us total. <laughs> he nice. lost by 24? Yeah. Ooh, that's rough. That's a bl- that's our first real blowout. It is. It wasn't even, and they were only three points apart when we started. Yeah. Ooh, that's rough. I do rough. think Nero was the worst boss. I do too, but I actually would have loved to see Kirk go go on, personally. Okay, so moving on to the main event. Naps, are you ready? This is gonna be like, set down your phone, my friend. This is gonna be like the world's longest <laughs> podcast episode. Oh, like, this is not, very long. Not it's, even close. It's at least double what our normal one for this would be. No, actually, really? Yeah. We'll see. We're gonna be we're gonna be over the hour mark, but that's a traditional playoff episode at this point in time. Okay, so moving on, Voldemort versus Qui Gon Jinn. So now, <laughs> Voldemort is now a Jedi. In the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Not that confusing. Um, I feel like he would... I think that there are parts of him that would translate well to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would definitely... I don't know if the beginning of the movie is any different, where he sh- shows up to the Trade Federation and just immediately kills everything mm-hmm. and like, blows up the space the thing station. Is, like, the <laughs> Jedi are not actually good people. No. Like, if you really think about it, they're not Well, we talked about this models. a lot. So they're I terrible. think Voldemort actually fits in really well with the other I Jedi. I mean, he would definitely be immediately thought of, though, as this guy's on the dark side. Mm-hmm. He would immediately embrace the dark side do you think he could pick up any jedi powers or do you think he'd just show up and he'd have a wand and a lightsaber but he wouldn't really use the lightsaber except for maybe to torture people i think that his powers would be like over the top and bizarre like if he can like send lightning bolts at you 
no big deal, right? We've seen mm-hmm. that before. But, but he could shield himself and yeah, teleport. Shield's going to be weird. Teleport's going to be crazy. Uh-huh. They're going to be like, what? You can do that? That's insane. Then when he turns somebody into like a snail, they're going to be like, <laughs> hold the He's a witch. <laughs> no, I'm a wizard. <laughs> we need to burn him either way. Um, no, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely going to get out of hand really quick. Um, I think that he would do okay. I think that, the like you said, the front first part of the movie would be exactly the same. <laughs> but I definitely imagine that he would fail in the sense that he would not stay on the light side of the force. He well, would know. go to the dark side and try to bring Obi-Wan. And if he didn't, he'd kill Obi-Wan <laughs> and just join Darth Maul. I don't think he'd join Darth Maul. I think that he would demand Darth Maul join him. Yeah. And then he would kill Anakin Skywalker because that would be a threat to his power. Is that a bad thing, though, or is that more of a mercy? Yeah, that's a good question. Is that failure? Because if he kills Anakin Skywalker... Then there's no Darth Vader. You're saying that he kills him. I don't even know if he kills Anakin Skywalker because Anakin's not good or bad at, at that, that time. time. He's very impressionable. Yeah, but then, well, yeah, that's he might true. try and recruit him hmm. to the dark side, and I think he might succeed. Oh, easily. Kids well, would, are impressionable. I mean, they're so. But would he you know. even find him? Oh yeah. Well, he found Harry Potter. He found Harry Potter. Also, um, Obi-Wan knows what's going on, so you could kind of rely on him to be like, hey, so what are we doing today? <laughs> how does Obi-Wan... Let's, in this scenario, we're Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. right? So how do we react if he shows up? Are we like, he's the master, we better follow him, even though he's doing some crazy stuff? Yes, because Qui-Gon Jinn was also kind of strange. And the yeah, thing is... Qui-Gon Jinn wasn't a murdering psychopath. That's true. But if you first saw someone turn someone else into a different creature... You'd be like, I got a lot to learn about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's I think, true. I think the but he probably torture to them too. How to do it would overpower the. So you need think? To oh, so you're saying Obi Wan, or is it you? <laughs> so oh, like, it's definitely the me. Need for power would overpower your need for knowledge. Oh, for it's definitely for... me. <laughs> <laughs> I must acquire that power. Um, okay, that's a good point. Good points. Um, I don't know if. What, what do we consider failure in this venture? I don't think they could touch him. He could just kill him. Oh, like yeah. a flick of his hand. So it wouldn't take... How many lives would just die without a flick of his hand before people cons- would get the message that... Do we that, consider mm-hmm. this a failure if he's just like like taking over the galaxy? Yes. <laughs> Why? Being good at his job is not really his job. Like... He's supposed to train Padawans. Yeah, but he's also supposed to be a peacekeeper, technically, and yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn blew up a space station. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's a really good point. <laughs> as long as you can say it's for the greater good, you can get away with anything. He would constantly be saying everything he did was for the greater good. Ends justifies means, Voldemort. Oh, man, the most dangerous kind. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what he is in the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. He would yeah. be a great James Bond. <laughs> he absolutely would. He'd have to do something about that face, though. He, yeah, he'd have to get because he's not—he's not like a what you'd call an attractive guy. <laughs> well, that's true too, because they could shoot him with lasers, and like he could just heal himself. Mm-hmm. Oh no! He has what seven lives? He's probably—he's yeah. yeah. probably—he's already almost impossible to kill in the wizarding world, where they understand his power and where mm-hmm. it comes from. But he's, like, if you have no concept of who this guy is, where he came from, or how to kill him, 
How are, what are you going to do to stop it? But him? here's the thing. I think he'd be disgusted by them. Do you think he could drop a nuclear bomb on him and kill him? Why do you think he'd be disgusted by them, Molly? They're not full-blooded, <laughs> ma- magical yeah. people. So he would. it wouldn't take very long for him to figure out. I was like, yeah, they have like this force. But really, is that actual magical powers? No, probably not. So but, he'd be disgusted he by tr- them. No, nah, you try to recruit off. them, though. At least he would try and recruit mm. the young Jedi. I don't think so. He's not interested in those people he wants them gone he wants followers he does want followers and he does take the most vulnerable people and and then brings them to him this i wandless magic which is what the force would look like would kind of baffle him almost as much as his magic would baffle them yeah and i imagine he would probably surround himself by really impressionable people to kind of create his own thing but here's my question I, like I, I think this is the, what we come back to in a lot of his episodes. It's like the end game of his cult doesn't make sense to me. Like you join his cult, everything's dark. It's like, are we trying to make money? Like, what are we doing? Like, we're wizards. Like, we. Why are we? What's li- our business plan? Yeah. Like, why, why are we all wearing black and like living in like dank holes? If like we're supposed to be the most powerful people, like why would we? Like that's like the the king of like some country. Like, in the Middle Ages, living in a dark hole, only wearing black. I don't understand. <laughs> like, what's his end game here? Well, maybe Is, he would have a better purpose in the Jedi world. To collect power of the universe? Yeah. Well, I mean, you are head of the entire empire and you assimilate everyone. Mm. That's your goal. Honestly, I mean, the, the Sith is fully integrated into the empire. So he would be able to, to see, oh my gosh, there's so much power in conquering. I think he would do great. He would definitely join the Sith, but he would be like, you guys aren't metal enough. You guys need to like, <laughs> yeah. get, you guys need to get darker. And like, that be would like, be the thing. It's not, a, it's not enough that you own charcoal items of clothing. They have to be full black. <laughs> Darth Maul is like, but I only have one charcoal sweater. Okay, in my... In- <laughs> In this movie, is like is Darth Maul face painting or is that his like skin? That's his skin. Okay, I thought he was like painted himself that way to look more intimidating. No, no. Okay, that, that, he's he's um a certain race. That's why he's the. Horns. And that's what they look like. Yeah. Well, I got the horns. I figured that was part of like who he was, but I didn't understand like whether he had like painted his face to be more intimidating. Crown of skull horns, totally <laughs> believable, but I don't know. <laughs> Red and black skin. I mean, what is Just he? An alien? <laughs> Doesn't wasn't driving for me. I feel like George Lucas should sue R.R. Uh, Martin because the Night King looks suspiciously like Darth Maul. Yeah, but I mean, Crown of Thorns is very, very. I'm Crown ju- of Horns. I'm saying. just saying he should sue him just to get his name in the papers. And Stacy's broken her. <laughs> she broke it. There, it's fine. I fixed it. <laughs> okay, so failure. How are we judging failure here, guys? Failure to take over the universe. <laughs> was that Qui-Gon Jinn's goal? No, Qui-Gon Jinn's goal We're was to raise Voldemort. Jedi. Yeah, oh, but yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, how are we judging him? I don't know how to judge his failure count. Well, Qui-Gon so Jinn's a... goal was... Oh, go ahead. Oh. He's not going to be raising Jedi Padawans. <clears throat> So that would be a failure. That's true. If that if that's what we're judging him. But he's definitely but he's not going to necessarily fail. He's, he's just not going to be overthrown. He's going to take over the like half of the world and yeah. there's going to be a massive civil war. But is that the point of his job? 
No. I don't know what his, his job, job is. is. To raise... well, that's the thing is nobody really knows what Qui-Gon Jinn was supposed to <laughs> yeah, do. Right. So then <laughs> Not I'm even him. <laughs> pencil pusher Jedi. <laughs> just going to put it in the middle then at 2.5 since we don't really know. That's a good question. Are there Jedi like back at the home citadel like doing taxes <laughs> for the Empire? Like, oh, that's a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Fred the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the most minimal powers. He can. He's technically still a jedi <laughs> his metachlorine count is really really low he's he's all right he's his power t- is to make his fingernails grow really long <laughs> he's he's a really good att- accountant though <laughs> <laughs> he's, so he's helping out the order <laughs> i mean there's gotta be right there's gotta be That's loser right. jedi <laughs> so, uh, it's who's... like that movie the other guys with will ferrell right? and um, mark Wahlberg. yeah Fred the Jedi is. Fred the Jedi. Fred-I. No. (laughs) No? (laughs) Molly's shaking her head in despair. That's a hard veto, Rick. Okay, hard pass, hard pass. Okay, Uh, failure. Um, Zero out of five, Daft's your score. I think that this is is a really, like, take it and score it however you want. I don't think there's any wrong way to score it. I mean, two. Why? I don't justify. I don't think he really fails. Justify. I feel like he does what Qui Gon Jinn would do, but he does it for the wrong reasons and then takes it in the wrong direction. Brutally. But I think that he eventually would stop the trade war. (laughs) I think he eventually would raise up some pretty powerful Jedi. (laughs) They just would be really evil and would do the opposite. But Mm. I think overall, I I have to even that out to be a two. Okay, Stacy. I think I'm going to go zero on this one. Ooh. See, no failure points. No failure points. One, because I don't really know what Qui-Gon Jinn was going to do. So it's <laughs> hard for to me to say. to stop the trade war. Well, but I, d- I think eventually Voldemort would get there, to be when honest with you. When there's no wars because everybody's dead, there's yeah, no kind of. peace. I think that he would eventually take over everything. Pox and then once you Once you own everything, there's nobody left so, to fight each so other. So yet again, Genghis Khaning his way through I space. really think he would. I think he'd end up opening a school calling it Hogwarts and then a bunch of young Jedi would end up going there uh, I think it would be called Dumbledore Sucks University <laughs> DSU yeah DSU <laughs> um, okay Molly 2.5 2.5 why a 2.5 for the same reason that there's not really a clear role of what Qui-Gon Jinn was supposed to do and your mic is everywhere <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, continue on. Uh, I think the his job is kind of unclear. Mm. I think you're right. I think it is unclear. So, oh, man. I, too, am going to give a 2.5. So do we all three of us give 2.5s? You gave a 2. No, I gave a 0. She oh, zero. 0. That's right. And you gave a 2.5. Yes. So that's a 7.5. Yeah, because I think that it's, it is unclear what he was supposed to do. But he definitely did part of it, but then part of it he did really wrong <laughs> in yeah. a brutal, murderous way that I can't give him points for. <laughs> um. Okay, overthrown. Definitely going to try and overthrow him. Definitely going to fail. Yeah. It's a full five. Full five. He full brutally five. suppresses it, perhaps torturing everyone. 
Um, I, do we even need to discuss this? No. That's a 20. So. The perfect score. <laughs> Misery. Um, if I'm following him... I'm going to be miserable. Uh, he has an ugly looking face. <laughs> <laughs> Just for his ugliness, you give him... You That's give pretty him. uncomfortable great, to look have at. you looked at the guy? <laughs> you literally can't. Great boss. Hideous. <laughs> you cannot complain to him at all about, about anything. anything. He'll murder you for it. That's so, true. Everything is awful. Stacy, you can't no give way him a high score because you said that you wanted to, like, you would chase his power. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say that <laughs> I would follow him <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Thank God for Daffs, or you might be some sort of crazy. Oh, I'd be a total psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> crazy psychopathic dictator. What? Oh, gross. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't complain about anything. I think I can't give him full five because I feel like there's part of me that would be like, I'm learning some crazy, cool, crazy stuff. So I'm going to give him a 4.5. So 4.5 from me. Uh, I'm going to give a four. Four. The reason Ooh, why I'm going giving four? a four is because I think there are going to be some perks to the job. And if I have any... Uh... I don't know, latent evilness, <laughs> which all Jedi seem to repress, that could come to the forefront. Yeah, that's true. So I'm going to say it is miserable, and but I also help make it miserable for others. He would raise up Anakin to be evil from the beginning. Oh, easily. He would find him, and then eventually Darth Vader would attack him, and then he would kill him. Yeah. I'm going to go zero. I'm having a great time over here. <laughs> You're brutally murdering the sand people. You're... <laughs> <laughs> You're off being his lieutenant. <laughs> so in this situation, are you like a Severus Snape? No, are I'm you a, a, a what's her face. Oh, you're Beatrix Lestrange. Yeah. Okay. I'm Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Oh, you had to correct um, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, Stacy. <laughs> you know, according to the annals of Hogwarts. <laughs> oh God. All right. So zero from you. Uh, four. Four point five from me. Five. Five. Molly, the only pure of heart person. Yeah, here. that actually tracks. That's on brand. <laughs> I'd probably be one of the first ones to die at the flick of his wrist or something like that. So I'd be pretty miserable. You, so. you say purest of heart, but we all know that I'm lawful good, you're lawful good, and Molly's clearly chaotic good. <laughs> That's true. She's still good, but man, she takes a weird way of getting there. That is true. So. Wait, who's lawful good? You and I? No, me and Stacey. Oh, yeah. what am I? I was recently playing. I, don't know. <laughs> I saw like 30 seconds. You're tangent. just chaotic. 30 second tangent. Um, we were playing Truth or Dare with a couple of our friends the other day, and they asked, What's the most illegal thing you've ever done? And I literally could not name a single thing because I couldn't think of like a rule I've broken that's like even worth mentioning. I was like, I got a ticket for jaywalking, and they're like, Oh my God, Stacey. <laughs> It was pretty, pretty funny. That's actually kind of sad. But yeah. So, all right. So, four, 4.5, 5. That tolls out to 13.5, if my math is correct. Uh, I'm just going to believe you. So, starting off pretty well, uh, enrichment. I think that it's like it's a mixture because I feel like you could enrich yourself as long as it didn't interfere with the overall plan. Yes. And the minute it becomes inconvenient, Yes. Dead. But that's true for all of our villains. But no, that's not not yeah. as vicious and as like. If you're Nero, I think Nero would probably. 
I don't know about New I don't I feel like like to be honest, if I had to work for one or the other, I'd probably choose New <laughs> Oh god. No. No. You'd choose Voldemort over Nero? Yeah. Cause Voldemort can give you powers. Nero can just kill make you. you listen to his bad poetry. Yeah. He doesn't have anything to give yeah, you. Yeah, but like Voldemort is a statistic, like crazy person who enjoys torturing people. But if you're also and that so person, Nero yeah. But Nero isn't quite as crafty. But if you're also that type of person, you stand a lot to gain. I from guess aligning yourself with I someone. Don't, like I don't. I don't know. I, it's a tough one. I mean, let's, <laughs> me being dead at like the flick of his wrist. I'm gonna say my misery. I don't gain anything from him. I would lose a lot. Everything. <laughs> So my enrichment is going to be zero. Zero. Um, Stacy sounds like she's going to be more like a negative five. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I won't like. I'll I'll tone it down a little bit. I'll say negative four. I feel like I feel like it's not. I feel like because the moment it becomes inconvenient, he and he kills you. I think that there's like it's. I think I'm going to give it two. Because I don't, I think that he, I think there's definitely graft and like ways to get yourself rich. But I also think that it's a really risky proposition and like it doesn't last because it's not like one of those bureaucratic corruptions where it's like just the system that perpetuates itself. If you're an upper level guy, he like, it's like, this is no longer convenient. I'm going to kill you. That's, for me, that's the thing too. I'm going to give a negative two. Um, And the reason why is because. You can enrich yourself as long as you can carry it because mm-hmm. you can't like get a house or land or whatever because he's going to be shipping you out across the galaxy in no time and you're never coming back there. <laughs> so like anything that you can enrich yourself with that's like you're you're living high on, on, on like the this cool belt and this like nice robe you eat the best food you have the best spaceship it's essentially like, like being <laughs> uh, an rpg mmo <laughs> yeah I can you have see new that. wizard you have new wizard's robes and, and hood <laughs> yeah i can see that so negative two negative two zero Negative four. Negative four. Negative four is high, Stacy. Negative eight altogether. Negative eight. That's how I live. High? That's also not how you live. That's also not how I live at all. <laughs> I, actually, oh. <laughs> I actually hate that sensation. Whatever. It's um, fine. And she has a problem with control, but <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I agree. You sound like my therapist. <laughs> Speaking of which, you owe me fifty dollars. <laughs> Why? Just oh, bill okay. the insurance. Uh. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Danger. I'm gonna give this high f- danger. Five. Five for me. Five. Um. He's definitely putting me in. D- well. Hmm. You're yep, always five. In I'm dead. Yeah. He's putting you in danger, and if you refuse, he kills you. There's you, a high. If you complain, Does he, he hold back you. any of you? Is is like close associates? No, he even got really mad at Bellatrix, and she was, like, shaking in her boots. Oh, that's true. He will kill anyone. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, five. Yeah, and you're also in five danger fives. because of the people who are resisting him. 20. They're going to attack 20. You. Okay, this is an insanely good score. Um, well, he did lose minus eight. Okay, uh, moving on. Qui-Gon Jinn is now in charge of... 
<laughs> the Dark Order. The Death Eaters. The Death Eaters. This, I think, is the worst job <laughs> position out of all four that we've looked at so far. I think he is the most ill-fitted. Yeah, I don't Ill-suited think... for this job. So, yeah. okay. First off, what do you think it looks like with Qui-Gon Jinn as in charge of the Dark Order? Just I think there's 30 seconds of confusion. And then after that, Bellatrix is like, um, no. Zap. Zap. Yeah. That's that's pretty much how I think it how would How do you down. think he would direct them? Not at all. He would open his mouth and start talking, and the moment they hear this different message, <laughs> Bellatrix is like, nope, zap. I, I'm inclined to agree with Molly. Yeah, he, uh, he has the whole dark side, light side talk, which is essentially the same talk that Dumbledore has. Yeah. And they'd be like, that sounds a lot like Dumbledore talk. It also doesn't <laughs> He's a spy. Help. It also doesn't help that he has the charisma of a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so spoons are shapely. They're, they're gonna be like, so You've who do discovered we... Molly's secret passion for curvy spoons? Why got Jen's sweet, sweet curves? <laughs> Fork would have been a better analogy to use. What? Molly the has charisma a of a fork for sounds worse than the home, charisma of a spoon. We're, we're learning for the first time that Molly has a huge crush on Qui-Gon <laughs> As a spoon. <laughs> As a spoon. If he was a spoon. Okay. What kind of spoon would he be if he was a spoon? Teaspoon. Heroin spoon? spoon? I didn't no. even have to think about it. Heroin spoon? <laughs> no. I, I, I'm definitely thinking he's the absolute plain functional wooden spoon that you get for mixing lemonade it doesn't have a good enough edge to actually scoop anything but for some reason is still like divoted yeah. always I there say, no see it's the teaspoon that i no wait hold on it's the oversized novelty spoon that i try and use to eat cereal instead that i can't fit in my mouth oh the one that's supposed to be hung up on a wall yeah. as like memorabilia but then i run out of other spoons and i'm like this spoon will do but it's ill-suited and it doesn't work at all so the best compliment that the boys have is a divot in a block of wood and a purely ornamental oversized instrument that i'm using in the wrong fashion <laughs> um so failure i mean if his job is to lead the dark order i mean he probably did a pretty bad job yeah i mean he probably either gets horribly murdered or escapes just barely nope he does not no he definitely <laughs> he definitely gets murdered these guys, within like a minute or two it's these not guys even. can disapparate they can travel through the ether to land in a different place. Can lightsabers reflect spells? No. <laughs> no. And he can't even run that fast, as we've seen. He's he can jump really high. He's Yeah, but they can fly. Yeah, that's so true. So he's going to get caught and, and then fed to Nagini. So... <laughs> Bellatrix is going to grab him by his long braid. Okay, so I uh, guess... Is it, is it five then? Because he's so it, bad at it. I think it has to be five. Yeah, five. He's immediately brutally murdered. Immediate, yeah, five. Yeah. five. five. I'm giving him thirty seconds <laughs> in his role. Thirty seconds. Yeah, I give him more than that, but he probably does get brutally murdered. I, um, I imagine them loving the lightsaber. And so his overthrow, <laughs> so his overthrow score can't be that high then. If you guys think that he doesn't last that long, one. I think he's overthrown. Puts up 
almost no fight. There's very little damage. Yeah, you're right. He probably tries to block it, and then it just goes, then kills yeah. him. Or at worst, he force pushes like, someone. You just Wingardium Leviosa him, and then he doesn't even know how to... You no. can't block that with a lightsaber. <laughs> if he, Do you think he manages to throw his lightsaber through one person? No. Maybe Wormtongue? No. Again, I'm only I'm only problem. giving him thirty seconds of survival. <laughs> he's not even gonna realize. He's not even gonna know what Bellatrix is doing. Yeah, she's just gonna do something from across the table and then zap. I'm I'm inclined to agree. With His Molly. only chance of survival is by using the Jedi Force to grab the wands out of their hand. And there's no Ooh. way he's grabbing all their wands in time. And the first spell that comes at him, he's dead. And is he even going to know to grab their wands? And can they do wandless magic? Because if they can... Not all of them. Bellatrix? One of them can. Some of them, maybe. I think Lucius, maybe. Malfoy. I think he might... And obviously Snape. But I don't know if Snape would try to kill him. If Snape's there, does he try and help him? Like, no. without, like, no. subtly try and help him. No. He just lets him he die. He is the red shirt of the scenario. He is. Snape is ruthless enough, even as a double agent, to know not to sacrifice himself at all. Yeah, it's true. For the... <clears throat> so he can't get any points then from me if overthrown, because he just yeah. gets brutally murdered. Zero. Zeros. Zero. Ooh, so, so from highest highs to lowest lows. <laughs> Misery. Let's say we're taking this in a vacuum. He if is was... in charge. If I was Bellatrix, I'd be pretty miserable because I loved Voldemort. Yeah, I and I'm getting a the, completely different the hots and new. For, for Voldy. She would <laughs> she would die for him in an instant. She is absolutely enamored with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, do we do we have them know that the other one is gone? No, no. It's just he's the boss. It's just he's the boss. Yeah. So no, so I they don't, don't they don't remember Voldemort. In yeah, that they don't know who he is. I think they would consider it an intolerable situation. They would be miserable. Yeah, yeah. They would be, and they'd solve it very fast. But they'd still be Zap. miserable. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 not like slavery miserable, not like torture miserable. That's More true. like very short. I don't like this, and you're not wearing enough black. This is incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> And I'm going to do something about it right yeah, now. Yeah, more like going to the DMV miserable. So, one. 1. 1.5. I'm going to give it a three because I think the misery is intense, but very short-lived. Hmm. DMV misery is, is at least a misery? two. Because they consider it an intolerable situation, so they yeah. do something about it. Hmm. Wouldn't they just ignore him? <laughs> Probably. Who is this idiot? No, they don't have to. No, they don't ignore. If there something bothers them, they zap it. Because he's also saying, "I am the new leader of the Death Eaters." If he wasn't saying that, then you could ignore him. Let's and, go. And also, can Let's we go. change the name? Because that just seems really dark side to me. And they're like, "Oh, this is not going to go well." We're also instilling colorful Fridays where what, all of us were one. What would happen was immediately he'd be, they'd like threaten to kill him. He'd be like, "If you strike me down, I will become stronger than you can possibly imagine." Zap. Then they kill him. But then he like force comes back and like talks to them all the time. He just appears in the toilet yeah. when you're, like, peeing. <laughs> because that's what he would do. Because like That I think, would make the misery I, scale pretty high. I'm going to go with the three also I, for I, the after-death torture. Yeah. Like, you kill him immediately, but then he's just, like, hanging out trying to convince you to change your ways. Maybe. Shorting out He would bolts. think this was his mission on this world, to change these people's lives. Maybe. What or else? he would go to one of the good wizards and be one of those helpful ghosts. Yeah, again. He Casper the Friendly Ghosts. <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Nearly headless Nick. <laughs> but he would keep an eye on those guys. 
Because he could, he's everywhere at once then, right? I mean, isn't that what he, he becomes like part of the force? He'd be like the, the house ghost of Ravenclaw. He would be training Dumbledore on how to use the force and then also like trying to change those people's ways. I'm going to go with Stacy. I'm giving a three now because I think that there's like this annoying ghost man that I can't kill showing up. <laughs> and like... Uh, constantly <laughs> telling me what I'm doing wrong, perhaps while I'm on the toilet. Yeah. Um, and talking in this very mundane way all the time is very annoying. And I can't kill him at this point in time. <laughs> what he should say is, if you strike me down, I will become far more annoying than you can possibly <laughs> imagine. I'm still going to go with a 1.5. So 1. we got 5. three, three, mm -hmm. a 1.5. Two. And a two. Max rolls out to 9.5. This is going to be an interesting matchup because... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, enrichment. Well, if you think that he dies so fast, then there's really no opportunity no for enrichment. enrichment. So I'm giving a zero, zero for me. Zero's all around? Yep. Yep. Zero's all around. Danger. Again. Zero. Zero. <laughs> You killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, worst comes to worst, you go into battle with this guy and he tries to strike peace. Yeah. Let's see. Let, yeah, that's not, like, like they're not going to hold their wand strokes if he's like, wait, let's talk it out. They're going to be like, that's a terrible idea. Zap. Zap. <laughs> yeah. It, it, a lot of the danger that he gets himself into is comes directly from his own poor decision making. And in this universe, I don't think he has the opportunity to do that. But. Here is the devil's advocate answer. He gets killed, and he knows exactly where they're at. <laughs> Easy. So they, they just go to a new location. Yeah, but he still knows. So, like, they can never set up a home base because of his, like, knowing where they're at. Although, here's the thing. We actually never talked about that. Do the Jedi ghosts know exactly where people are? All of them seem to show up. And find people when they want to in okay. the universe. But does the how, how, but does that work the same way? In that he can then go back and forth and really messages Dumbledore. Seems. I mean, Yoda we see show up a lot. Mm -hmm. It always did make me wonder why the Jedi weren't more helpful to the rebellion. They just <laughs> right. sort of right. Like if you can be anywhere at once, why don't you just say the Empire is coming for you? Uh, yeah. Also, why why is their solution to any sort of problem to just let themselves be killed? Honestly, they're the most <laughs> useless people in the universe. So I'm gonna say that, that he's not that great of a danger since I think he may be an annoying an annoying guy in a toilet, but I don't <laughs> think he's gonna be contributing that much to or against yeah. the others. I can go one, maybe. I'm gonna go two for the possibility, two and a half for the possibility, eh, two for the possibility of him showing up and saying where we're at. <clears throat> so two, one, zero, 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 zero. Being a voice in the toilet is not very dangerous. <laughs> Total of three. Well, what if he starts hurting your feelings? It's <laughs> ah, not very dangerous. That's not how you wipe. <laughs> Gross. You have hemorrhoids. <laughs> what if he drives them to suicide? literally would not happen if Voldemort hadn't done it. <laughs> That's true. They all must be somewhat mentally tough to be able to... Yeah. You've got to have a thick They survive Azkaban. <laughs> they might be able to dish it back to him. He may want to try and commit some sort of spiritual suicide. <laughs> oh, God. 
Wow, this got dark really fast. <laughs> he just becomes a smaller and smaller Jedi ghost. Like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> Until he disappears. Oh, this was a rough outing for Until him. Until he's like the size of a bean. <laughs> I'll be back. Eventually. <laughs> I am more powerful than you can possibly imagine. His voice is so tiny. I'll be... I'm so powerful. <laughs> Dying. Dying. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> All right. So, so what's the verdict? So the verdict is very obvious. I think you know by now that uh, Voldemort easily, easily moves on with a top score of 86. Mm-hmm. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn, not so hot. 30 plus 20, 56. So another just blowout. 30 point blots. And this is the thing that's been disappointing about this weekend. Uh, is that uh, this matchup? We haven't. Not, these games weren't even close. No. We had the top seeds easily moving on. Uh, we haven't did not have any upsets. So Voldemort moves on. Uh, Nero moves on, and they will face each other Ooh. in the semifinals. Right, that's the semifinals. I believe right? so. Yeah, it's the semifinals. Awesome. That Oof. would be interesting, actually. Or quarterfinals. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, the next round. We're going to regionals, you guys. <laughs> so, so far we have Hook, Cersei Lannister, Tobias Funke in a major upset over Jon oh Snow. Oh, yeah. That was a great episode. Um, and then uh, Darth Vader, Voldemort, and Nero. So, of all of these people, I can only really say that Tobias Funke is... Not horribly, horribly evil. Yeah. He's having a Cinderella story right now. He is. <laughs> I think he's a real dark horse. To like his incompetence is really a. It's it's a, his saving grace. Um, and <laughs> next week we'll be in the reconstructive radical reconstructive surgery region. What? Where uh, Iron Man takes on Cruella de Vil. And then uh, Henry VIII uh, will take on Mr. Monk. <laughs> cool. Any thoughts about those uh, those two? Uh, those uh, those matchups? Those two matchups? Mm. May the odds be ever in their favor. <laughs> None of these characters are from Hunger Games. <laughs> so? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, from all of us here at the Rick and Das Podcast, thank you so much. And one last time, I'm Das. And I'm not. and neither are these two no we're definitely not daffs all right well have a good one night